Welcome to Innovation Destination, the podcast channel for supply chain industry professionals. This episode is part of our Executive Perspective series, where we will hear from the C-suite of the electronics and manufacturing industry. Here's your host, Managing Editor of Supply Chain Connect, Tyler Fussner. OT, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank, thank, thank you for having me. And could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. Uh, my name is O.T. Wells II. I am the Chief Procurement Officer here at UCLA uh, for campus. I'm responsible for all purchasing, all uh, payables, uh, the P-card, as well as uh, subcontracts and business contracts. And when I say business contracts, that's those are contracts where the university is actually a vendor. Excellent. And well, we really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and tell us a little bit about what you do. Can you tell me a little bit about UCLA's strategic sourcing methods? I guess what sort of data analysis or technology uh, is leveraged to help optimize your spend? We use a variety of of tools to look at our strategic sourcing. Um, We have a couple of initiatives that um, our power is we we are one of 10 campuses in the UC system and so we do leverage the power of the system as well though we account for roughly a third of all of the spend uh, we do still collaborate with the other our other sister campuses we leverage Omnia a, a group purchasing or, organization um, and we are a lead uh, considered a lead agency for Omnia so along with our office of the president, we do go out for RFPs that once they go into the Omnia catalog, they can be leveraged by other institutions around the country, both uh, public and private. So we do leverage uh, Omnia's tools as well as our own. Um, We have what we call a, a benefit bank that is a tool that is used across the system as well, where we can see you know, what other uh, campuses are buying, what the spend is for those buys, and then that can help us to determine, you know, what type of uh, RFP we want to go out with. If it's just UCLA alone or something where we see, hey, there's a, a need across the system and let's let's partner with some other campus or campuses to go out and, and, and try to target uh, specific vendors and the spend. Uh, so, we, so we do that quite a bit. We're actually in the process now of going through a major procurement transformation. Uh, We are replacing some systems that have been in place for upwards of 40 years um, and moving to some more modernized systems so that we could be a little bit more robust in our analysis and in our procurement uh, process as we move forward into 2024. That sounds like a very exciting time for the procurement team at UCLA to kind of get to overhaul the the practices that have been in place for so long. Is are you going to be implementing some new digital technologies, or, or can you kind of expand? We on are about what you're doing. Yeah, we are we're moving into uh, new digital, um, uh, more modernized new digital uh, procurement um, software, as well as a new ERP. We're moving from a mainframe that was put in place back in the early 80s uh, to now going to a cloud platform for our ERP. So like I say, it's a, it's a major transformation for the university. We are 
basically changing how the university is going to be doing business uh, come January of uh, next year. And um, we're excited. Um, it's definitely a, a big lift, but we are ready and have been meeting the task and looking forward to the new year. Excellent. Well, it sounds like an exciting future and uh, hopefully you get the lead by example for the rest of the UC system and uh, and show what that, that digital transformation can really mean for a procurement team. Most definitely. OT, one thing I am very interested in hearing about is UCLA's small business first program. Can you kind of tell me a little bit more about what that program is and, and how it's able to deliver equitable opportunities and access for certified small businesses? Certainly. So the U UCLA, as well as, again, the UC system, so it applies to all of the campuses, um, we have a program called Small Business First. And what that program does, it requires uh, campus units to award transactions to small businesses that are certified, qualified small businesses, award transactions between 10,000 and 250,000 without having to go to RFP. You do need at least two quotes in order to make the award. And then there are certain exceptions. You know, if we already have a, a strategically sourced agreement in place, uh, then you know we have an agreement in place that that, that small business first requirement doesn't apply. Uh, if if a grant, if it's a federal grant and the grant requires that we go to a certain vendor, then of course we can't deviate from that. And then there's some other exceptions if it's some unique uh, situation and there's a, a vendor there that really can only supply the services or the goods that we need for that unique situation. So there are things of that, that nature and the department has to fill out a waiver and has to be reviewed and approved before they could deviate from the program. Uh, but we're seeing some good traction with the program. And uh, we, our goal is by 2025, the end of 2025. So our fiscal year 25 would end in June of 2026. And that by the end of that year, fiscal year, we want to have at least 25% of our procurement spend with small businesses. And that's for UCLA and all the UCs combined. I want to understand the why behind this program. I guess what, you know, what is the driving force behind that SBF program? What was the need to, to put this in place? So we found that, you know, during COVID in particular, a number of businesses in the hundreds of thousands went out of business during that time. And it's a part of the mission of the University of California, UCLA, to support the community, to be there, to, to uplift individuals in the community. And not only that, it's just the right thing to do and good business um, to support the small business. So we put this in place, one, to help our local businesses get into the procurement pipelines, uh, be able to have a significant impact into underserved neighborhoods, and you know, to allow opportunities for those businesses to thrive. And so that was the primary driver. And again, when I talk about the mission of the university, um, it's right in line with what the mission of, with, with teaching, with community, uh, with research, uh, with uplifting uh, our, our, our fellow community, this program goes right into that. And OT, you just touched on supporting the community. What sort of support does UCLA offer for those small businesses that are trying to engage with the university? 
So we're doing a couple of things, you know, again, working with our Office of the President, of the UC Office of the President. Uh, we are aligning ourselves with some investment banks that will provide invoice financing, uh, capital investment, and other investment tools for small businesses that, that need it. And we, we're partnering with them, identifying businesses that we think would be good partners for that. And they are also, they are also identifying businesses that they think uh, could use their assistance. And we're partnering with them, part, and not in part, but mostly because they're offering these services at much lower rates than what we see at our more common uh, institutions. Uh, many times the small businesses say that, you know, they can't get the types of loans, they can't get the types of financing that are needed to be able to support customers like UCLA and the other UCs. Um, so what we wanted to do is put things in place to help with that so that those businesses could support us. They did have the financing, the capital investment needed to be able to provide the goods and services that we require on a, on a timely basis. And say I'm a small business hearing about this SBF program for the first time, hearing about these avenues of support and uh, the programs that are in place that can maybe make something happen with my business and, and partnering with UC. How does someone get involved? How do you get involved in the SBF program? Well, um, I would say reach out to the campus. Most all the camp, not most all the campuses have a small business officer uh, who is there to help guide the small business through our process to ensure that they're certified, to guide them through that as well, to get the proper certifications, and then also to connect them with the right persons if those types of needs, where it's financing, invoice financing, capital investment are required to introduce them to those uh, partners of ours so that uh, they could go through their requirements to ensure that they can qualify for that assistance. But first they would need to just reach out to the campus and reach out to the, the chief procurement officer there if they can't find who the business officer is, and then they will be put in contact with that person. And their primary role of that small business officer is to be an advocate for them. So you know, they will look at what the services or goods that they're offering, and then um, look to, to connect them with the right units on campus that are looking for that service or good, and the procurement person, whether it be a strategic sourcing manager or a, a contracts manager, uh, to connect them with them to make sure, one, that either they're being uh, looked at for RFPs, or they're being looked at for transactions that are above 10,000 and below 250,000. Awesome, so just reach out, get in touch, and and uh, it sounds like everything's in place to get the ball rolling. It is, it is, I mean, but one thing that's important, you know, that it's not so much, the, the firms definitely need to be firms that have, you know, a good standing in the community, they've been doing business for, you know, a little while, they can't have been, can't have been in business for only a couple of weeks, and, um, you know, we've seen all types of, of folks reach out to, to try to benefit from this program and also just to get a contract with, with us. And we do vet, you know, we do vet them as if they were a Fortune 500 company. We need to make sure that they are legitimate, that they have the wherewithal to at least, you know, come into the door and, and provide the services. And then we'll do what we can to bolster them up so they can provide more. We've got some good stories of firms that have come in 
to do small transactions. And from doing good work on those small transactions, they were given a little bit more uh, sizable transactions to now they're doing quite sizable transactions in the millions of dollars. And it's just been a growth period um, of mutual trust and helping us out. And so we're helping them as well. Very cool to hear that, uh, you know, the program is successful. It is helping and it is, you know, generating results on the initiatives that it was founded upon. Um, but kind of going back to what we touched on earlier, the needs that started that program, the SBF program, are those needs applicable across industries? I guess, you know, for procurement teams outside of the UC sphere, what are some ways in which that procurement professionals can address diversifying their supply chain, partnering with smaller businesses? Yeah, I mean, the needs are, are across all industries, you know, and, and all categories, uh, you know, partnering with the, the various chambers of commerce in your in their in your locale, partnering with entities like the uh, National Minority Small Supplier Development Council, or WeBank, or any of the other um, entities that are out there that have a small business, a diverse business membership. You'd be surprised at the the quality, the high quality of firms that are, are members of these organizations and how not only can they bring great work to your institution, but they also can bring considerable savings as well. So not only are you getting a quality product, but you're also, you know, which is also key for procurement is we always talk about savings. You also, nine times out of 10, also find significant savings there as well. You know, I think if there's anything we learned over the past few years is that uh, there's definitely some strong benefits to having a diverse source, right? You, yes. you, you, things can change at a moment's notice. And uh, if you just keep doing things the same old way, you might get uh, hit some roadblocks. Um, so it's it's definitely important to be on the lookout for the ability to, to diversify your sourcing partners. Are there other benefits to di diversifying your one supply chain? I guess, what are the benefits of working with a small business? I know you had just mentioned uh, finding some savings. Yeah, I would also say, you know, innovation. Um, you know, many times you'll find smaller firms um, just because they are smaller and they're looking to compete. Um, you find a lot of innovation there. Um, so there may be ideas that some of the larger firms aren't thinking about readily or that you haven't thought of. But uh, in order for that smaller firm to to get noticed, to provide a, a value add and to show that they can benefit uh, your firm, they will come with some very uh, unique uh, ways of, of looking at certain aspects of, of business or come with a good that's a little different than what you've seen in the past and that gives you a leg up. And conversely, what are some challenges with working with small businesses? Um, you know, how can procurement professionals prepare for such challenges so that they are able to successfully engage uh, with a, a diverse supplier base. Yeah, I think that you know, some of the big challenge, one, one big challenge is that many small businesses cannot handle the, the uh, magnitude of the orders that you may need. And so I think sometimes it's key to look at, you know, what they can do and find something uh, niche that that firm can do. And then again, create the rapport and then, you know, slowly but surely provide them additional work. Um, I think some firms make a mistake trying to 
take a bite the whole apple um, when they're really not positioned to do so. And so maybe it's just a man, just give them a small piece of that apple. And then as time goes on, they will start to take more and more of the pieces of the apple and then eventually get the whole apple. And I also would say for those small vendors as well or working with them, it's beneficial to include them in RFPs, even if they're not getting awarded because you get, they get visibility. So now I'm aware that there's this other firm out there that can do X, Y, and Z. I may not have awarded them the business this time around, but they're now on my radar and something else will come across my desk and I'll say, hey, you know what? This looks like it'll fit for that firm that we looked at before. Um, let's give them a try on this transaction. Got it. Yeah, it's, it sounds like, you know, you definitely want to set some realistic expectations, make sure that, uh, like you said, you're not giving them the full apple right away and, and you know, set up a plan for success that, you know, right. you, don't want, you don't want everyone to, to run into roadblocks in that. Exactly. And, and I have to say that there's not a firm that couldn't take a bite of the whole apple, but sure. I think, you know, when you're being realistic, a, a fairly new firm, a fairly small firm, you know, you want to, again, like you said, set them up for success and not give them too much where they're being set up for failure. Speaking to the challenge of diversifying a supplier base, how is UCLA addressing that challenge? Is there any work being done to to look beyond the, the normal scope of, of programs like the SBF? Is there any sort of uh, program in place to address the first yeah. supplier base at large? So, so one thing that, that we've done, and, and again, this is across the University of California system, not just UCLA, is we have partnered with the XPRIZE Foundation. And so if you're not familiar with XPRIZE Foundation, they were founded to really promote innovation in helping humanity. So looking at things to do with 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 rainforest, looking at things to do with outer space and the environment, getting you know sustainability. So one of the things that we have approached them with and they've agreed to support is an X Prize around supplier diversity in small business. And what we're doing there is we are looking to have this be devoted to finding ways uh, to ensure that small business and supplier diversity is not something that is a mystery to, to corporations. It's not something that you know people are trying to figure out what to do. This prize will be to, to figure out what is the best way to apply supplier diversity in your organization. And we've uh, identified some Fortune 50 companies that are going to support this with us um, and come along on this journey. There will be an announcement that'll come out around the X Prize and how to sign up for it. But what it basically will be is that uh, people can put together their own pitch groups. They come up with a solution. They pitch the solution, um, and then if their solution is is selected, you know there there is a prize. There is not just one solution that may be selected. It could be multiple. A good example around this is the the inaugural X Prize was around space travel and privatizing that travel and making it easier and innovative. And from that, you found the uh, founding of SpaceX. Virgin Galactic and other private uh, companies that do space travel. So the winners of that pitch competition, their ideas were used in those or to, to help those organizations get off the ground. So we're looking to do the same thing around so, so small business and supplier diversity with the X Prize. You know, anyone who was interested in finding out more about them, 
more about this, you know, they can want to reach out to me directly and happy to speak with them. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's a really innovative way to, like you said, uh, unmask the, the mystery behind, you know, how to tackle this problem, right? Get everyone right. involved, brainstorm a solution. Uh, and hopefully, you know, like you said, there could be more than one solution to this issue. Exactly. Exactly. OT, I want to thank you again for taking the time to sit down and talk to us today. I really appreciate the conversation. Thank you very much. This was great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Innovation Destination. Follow us online at supplychainconnect.com or find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter to stay up to date on the latest supply chain industry news. Do you have any questions or is there a topic you would like us to cover in a future episode? Please contact us at editors at supplychainconnect.com. That's E-D-I-T-O-R-S at supplychainconnect.com.